What time is it? Game time! It's game time. We're calling you out to step up your effort, step up your vision. Never give up. Nobody in this room came this far to only come this far. Never settle. Everybody wants to be a beast and do a time to do a real beast. Always hustle. Anything that starts with I don't want to work is already a problem. This is game time with Puck and A.A. Ron. Are you ready? Let's go! What is good, A.A. Rizzle? Oh, there's a lot that's good. It's cup time. It's, you know, coming towards the end of the season time. People are peaking time. It's great. Yeah, we just finished week 16. Mm-hmm. And before we dive into the numbers, I'd love to go through a bunch of these announcements. We got some really good stuff. We got some good stuff. Uh, talk, talk to us about the ping camera. Ping camera. They want to get rid of them, you know, and I don't blame them. The so, old version, right? The old yeah. version, right? We got the nice black indoor cameras that are slinging right now that are great, but mm-hmm. we still have a lot of the old white oval ones, the, the original ping cameras. And we want to get rid of those. So between August 7th to September 30th, every time you sell one of those damn things, you're going to get an extra $50 bonus up front on your paycheck. So start slinging those things now and get going early because those things, usually when there's a little bit of a bonus, you'll be surprised at how many people have sell those things. They're going to fly <laughs> off the shelves. And yeah, I mean, you can make a, a lot of extra freaking money. What's And just clarity that those still do need to be funded by back in time, yeah, or yeah. Else yeah. but it's 50 charger, bucks yeah. next Friday or, you know, the Friday that you get paid on that account. So boom, boom. love that, that it's up front. Just another reminder on 2023 extension, AA, let's both kind of just yeah. walk through this. So extension starts, it's a five week extension. Mm-hmm. August 28th is day one of extension goes through October 1st. So there's a pay level bump and rent reimbursement. So if you're a rookie, you need 12 EFP sophomores, need 17 and vets need 22 EFP best practices. Make sure you cushion that. Don't just get 12 and bounce. Yes. Right? At least an extra one. So if, if you're a rookie, do not sell 12, at least sell 13 to give yourself a little bit of buffering room to make yep. sure you clear that. Th- those accounts like the pay bump level bump, the rent, they have to be funded at back end time. That is and correct. it's the second back end because we don't get our back end yeah. on the accounts that done in September. Freeze dates usually around January 15th. That's so right. you need it frozen by then. That's so. right. And then, in addition to just not just the pay level bump or rent reimbursement, there's a scholarship bonus. Mm-hmm. So you can go, we were talking about this earlier, Stephen Henniger's University of Phoenix yeah. <laughs> hair school, or you can just pocket the $2,000 cash, whatever you want. It's like a $2,000 bonus to not go to school. It's is what, what is, is what, related. whatever you want. Yeah. You yeah. want to dive into mm-hmm. NFTs, whatever you want to do with mm-hmm. it, get it. And then the, it's just actually, they just bumped it up by three more accounts. So rookies, it's 15, yep. sophomores, 20, Vets 25. And let's see, it says, and sell two FP or EFP between October 2nd and the second back end to be paid on the second back end. Can you explain what I just said? Yeah. So um, you sell 15 as a rookie and they all fund, right? But grand, you're going to want to sell a little bit more than that. But let's say you sell 15, they all fund perfectly. You'll get the pay bump. Perfect. You're going to get that $2,000 bonus, Mm -hmm. the scholarship bonus on your second back end. So that first week of February is the second back end. That is when you'll get your $2,000 bonus. Um, to get that, uh, be, when the season ends, September 30th, and the new 2024 season starts, uh, October 1st, you need to sell two accounts between October 1st and February 1st. Yep. If you can sell two accounts before then, then you will get that $2,000 scholarship bonus added to your second back end. Perfect. Love it. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited. They've they've put a lot of uh, hustle behind the muscle of extension better this year than last year, in my opinion. They actually have one more thing that 
will be coming down the pike. We won't probably talk about it this podcast, but it's going to be pretty sick and you're going to want to stay as long as you can and be in the top 50, 50. That's it. There. And you now can sign the 2023 extension agreements on a conveyor training portal. So very nice. Mm -hmm. Just go sign up for this sucker. Do you want to talk about IQ Uh, sales IQ launch? Um, Pretty much there's a text message that went out that gives you a training on that. Um, there's some other stuff, but just sales IQ period vivant period.com. Oh, that's the same thing as a .com. But um, you go to that website and you're just going to see all of the slides, all of the trainings, um, a lot of the videos, pretty much all the announcements that we do on this podcast and more will be on that website. And you can scroll back and, hey, what was the exact incentive that you can scroll back a couple months? We'll be there. Just a lot of really good information for you guys. Beautiful. And then uh, new late night sales policy, right? And install policy. So we all heard uh, starting August 1st, um, all Vivint employees must complete their work and be out of the customer's home by midnight local time. That's not really an issue. 1.7% of installs finish after midnight Mm -hmm. company-wide. But what you do need to be informed of is after the cup, August 21st, daylight hours start, you know, um, trimming down a little bit. A lot of people are back to school or whatever, but there is no new knocking a door after 9.30 p.m. local time. But if you do have an appointment after 9.30, that is okay. And, and, then they, and that's the 21st. So yeah. as of right now, for the next couple of podcasts, you're going to be perfectly fine. This is August 21st. But we like, yeah, we like to give a heads up, right? And then all employees must be out of the customer's home by 11 p.m. local time. So um, there's a dispatch cutoff by 9.15 local time is what they're saying. After dark reps must look for signs of life prior to knocking another door. Um, be kind. Don't be rude. Respectful. Yeah. When late. We get a lot of complaints that way. Yeah. As, and I, here's the other thing too. Is Vivint making this decision because they want to make our lives you know, more difficult? Um, you know, They want us to do less sales? Obviously not. Let's give a little bit of background here. I mean, there was a technician um, who did a late night install. Um, and fell asleep behind the wheel and ended up passing away, you know, super sad. And so we know we're trying to accommodate to make sure um, technicians aren't in homes too late and they can drive safely back. Uh, there were some other incidences as well, you know, that, that happened to this. So this is um, NRG and Vivint trying to be a little bit more cautious of that and a little bit more safe. So they're making these changes, um, but there shouldn't be an issue with, the, uh, with uh, technicians getting there. Technicians are supposed to be helping each other out now on installs. Um, and then of course, um, if they, if they, if a technician gets there at 10 PM, right, they will still be required to put a panel doorbell and sensors up, uh, within that first hour, um, and then getting the hell out of there so that we can at least have that up and running for the, for the customer. That's right. Come back and finish the cameras and all that the next day. Yeah. And so best practices, like a lot of these technicians have upside to help each other finish these jobs out. And I actually think if you're coming to my house, it's like, dude, knock out like the basics and then come back. Let me put my kids down, Mm -hmm. come back to freaking tomorrow. And it's actually probably for reals, maybe a better experience yeah. for the customer all across the board rather than being there till 2 a.m. and you can't send signals and no one's here at Vivint. It's like, no, get the basic stuff out, get the hole in the wall. It still ensures the same day, right? Mm-hmm. And then come back and knock it out tomorrow. Yeah. So um, other than that, AA, we got- I, I mean, got some uh, cup updates yeah, for let, you. Let's do, the, let's do some cup updates. Um, it's the cup. So here's who's involved still. This is a fun one. Uh, Minneapolis versus East Bay, um, starting today ends Wednesday for the Emerald cup. Who do you have, uh, moving on from there? Minneapolis versus East Bay. Both oh, in the winner's goodness. bracket. Yeah. Um, you know, Minnie kind of got a little hot last week mm-hmm. and I, they were, 
let's not forget these were the guys in LA during the went to the cup finals last year. I think they want it. I like, I think Minnie's got a chip on their shoulder. They know what it needs to do. So my heart tells me Minnie, but my mm-hmm. mind is telling me East Bay. So run with that. I would say Minnie, but you never know. You know, um, Zoe could be having a baby or a family reunion or yeah. something like that. And no one knows about it. No one knows about it. So I don't know. I might, I might have to, uh, I might have to go with East Bay on this one, you okay. know? So choose that one. Um, we got uh, Sacramento versus McAllen in the Jade one. Um, I'm choosing mm. Sacramento. So I'm yeah. going with McAllen okay. on this one. I got a good <laughs> feeling. No, you know, it didn't. McAllen is another group uh, that we beat out and they're trying to get us to audit something like they beat Chicago. Yeah. Chicago yep. beat them. And, mm-hmm. Like seven audits later, they still wanted the yeah. eighth, and we still beat them. So yeah, that'll be a fun one. But I hope Sacktown. Yeah, and, you know, and Gunner was with us in the LA Cup too. You know, last year yeah. he's got that Cup blood in there. So yes, he does. And then we got DC versus uh, Macon. Macon. No, Macon is what the yeah. locals call it. Nice. Yeah, Macon, Georgia. <laughs> uh, that's Zaza and Co. So, Zaza and Company. But I, I, I think DC's got a chip on their shoulder. They're at playing at a different speed, yep. different velocity than everyone else right now. And guess what? Everybody else is still alive in the losers bracket. So right. nobody's been eliminated. Um, one of my favorite memories was Steve Warner and I uh, in Sacramento. We got eliminated the very first round of the Cup. Yep. And then we went from the losers bracket all the way to the championship, <laughs> and, we, and we were playing teams every two days, uh, and that was one of our funnest memories ever. But yeah. you know, we we survived in the losers bracket, no problem. I remember you guys going ham. You like were hoteling it in, Anti- oh, yeah, hoteling it in Antioch in the days in, and then meeting there for the free breakfast, and then heading out to the doors, having our best days of the year. It's great. I love it. Yeah, good times. Any other uh, cup? No, that's predictions. it. No. Raw Wars, back to back, won it again. Yeah, that was a. And uh, a walk it's in the still park. pending an audit, but it, I don't. It won't matter for us. <laughs> not very. Not. Yeah, not, not a huge question. And then they do have, uh, let's see, the blue team ended up being. They, let's see. Come on, Puck. What, who freaking won? The blue team ended up being victorious yes. in the dream team. Sorry, yeah. I was on the wrong slide. I was at game six, not mm-hmm. game seven. Yeah, that's so that's right. my bad. But a blue team ended up being uh, victorious. Congrats to all of the Triumph members on the blue team for the dream team. Boom, boom. And uh, AA, this brings us to the top 10 rookies last week, week 16. Why don't you hit us up with the top five? We got uh, Ryan Majash from 6.6 from Chicago. And shout out to Ryan as well um, for breaking 100 last week too. So props to you. Mm-hmm. Um, Spencer Dean, with a 6.8 from Yosemite, I was out there um, talking to Spencer. That guy is a dog, dude. Back I mean, in the house. He was he out of town for a minute. He was out of town Obviously with his family. Back. Yep. And then came back and three popped his first day on the doors. No Stug. big deal. Kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pablo Luke. Uh, Luke. Nah, you know, uh, nine, 9.0 um, from Yosemite. Hell of a week for you. And JT Brown, 9.1, who had the highest average payable marmar of 121.65 average. That is insane. JT, you are a dog from Hollywood. And then Omar Katashat, 14.1 from DC. Omar, He's sorry numbers. if we offended you. That's big time, bud. Well, he's now the number one rookie overall year to date. Oh, and he and put Enan Ryan, in the background. He, Ryan, Enan, these guys are now kind of going to see who's going to be number one. Whoever finishes the strongest, Enan should be hitting a hundred today. He's right. He was number seven last week. Yep, not in the top five though. Uh, top ten sophomore. So number five, Kevin Calderon, out of DC. 
Nice job, Kevin, being up there. Andrew Eklund out of Sacktown with 8.5 was number four. Thanos, Thanos. out of Hollywood, 8.6. Decent ping pong player, mm-hmm. a better sales rep. Yes, correct. Cody Boyington, number two, 8.9. That's last year's returning ro- yeah, top rookie. Yeah, blast in the past. But Jake Robles, was, no one was better than Jake, 11.5, 121 was his average payable RMR. I knocked with this guy last week, AA, mm-hmm. and it was actually really interesting. This guy is Please a tell. psycho. Okay. He he burns through <laughs> he burns through two um what are those go Vespa se- Segway Segway yeah. batteries a day that uh-huh. go twenty five miles a day. He's going like fifty miles a day. I don't he's, dude's crazy. And I was kind of like just shooting you straight. I'm like dang now I know why this guy's on top. I think he's outworking everyone. Yeah. He's more confident than everyone. If you heard his pitch, I don't think you'd be like blown away. Like, oh, that's just amazing. I think he's just honestly selling on sheer confidence mm-hmm. and effort. So it's not the greatest pitch. He's not like a silver tongue kind of a guy. We, he's just, he's just, a, he's absolutely just. He's got a little pest control in him still. And, okay. and I don't, you know, I'm like, dude, he's our best sophomore we have. By far. Getting a freaking multiple cars potentially this year. I mean, dominating, but I, like there's still some room to grow. He has, he's only done security three years or three months out of the, you know, only three months. And so I'm like, dang, Jake get inside the freaking house and a few other things that I told them, but I'm like, dang, sometimes it doesn't come down to pitch. It comes down to confidence. It comes down to effort and finding those people. Dang dude. Well, that's good to hear. That should be giving hope to a lot of people. Yeah, There's one or two people out there that just work. You can sell if you work hard and long enough. Love it. Uh, here we go. Let's do the top 10 here. Uh, number 10, JT Brown, 9.1 from Hollywood. Number nine, Miguel Gutierrez, 10.7 from East Bay. Adam Kahn, love to see that. 11.1 from DC. Gunnar Bramwell, 11.3 from Sacramento, even though he promised me 20 EFP. That's okay. Uh, Jake Robles, 11.5 from Hollywood. Love to see it. Ali Sultan, 11.9 from DC. We're going to see a little pattern here. Yep. Uh, Ray Zhang, 12 from DC. Omar Katashat, 14.1 from DC. Adi Bora, 20 EFP from DC. That's huge. But nobody was better than their dad. Tristan Pears, 25 EFP, 129.67 average payable RMR. You dirty, dirty dog from Memphis. It's, it's, There's a lot of DC there in the top 10. There is. And it's crazy that, uh, yeah, I mean, we had two rookies on the board. Omar at number three overall. Holy smokes. And then Tristan Pears is actually having a better year than he did last year, the greatest year ever. Yeah. Yeah, he actually is. Kind I mean, cray-cray. five representations. So 50% of the top 10 came from one office. That is a hell of a week for DC. Well, and speed of the leader. The leader's leading out. And well, geez, everyone look else at, look, at, look at this one. All yeah. Right. I mean, speaking of DC dominating, they had seven out of the top 10 in top 10 upgrades. I'll just go through the top five, David Lindsay. And one other thing about David Lindsay, I was talking to him last week. He's like, Puck, I'm in a rut. Um, what do I do? Got to do to get out of it. I'm like, dude, maybe start the day with an upgrade. Mm-hmm. That day he went and knocked out three upgrades and he had like two EFP. I'm like, Oh, there you go. There you go. He got out of the rut and just got that confidence signing the papers. Oh, I can, mm-hmm. I can make transactions with strangers, right? Yeah, that's great advice. And then Adi Bora tied him with 2.5 EFP. Omar Katashat with 3.8. Ray Zing had 4.1. And then Adam Khan only did four upgrades, but he had 4.5 EFP. 
And so now it's not just like learning how to do upgrades. It's the yeah. quality of the upgrade AA. Mm-hmm. They're doing such great quality and upgrades that they're getting um, their competitors ac- accusing them of cheating on their upgrades. And then we just showed them to them and they're like, damn, they're just doing really good upgrades. Look at that. It's, I mean, that those upgrades are maybe more val- like some of these guys, it's more valuable. You're making more money on those four upgrades than potentially if you're doing $85, you know, average payable RMR. So 70% of all the top 10 upgrades was from DC. Mm. Incredible. Is there any reason, is there any wonder that they let out on top yeah, last week? Yeah, that is correct. Let's see. Uh, Chicago coming at number five, I believe, with 77. Uh, Memphis office coming in with 88. Sacramento coming in with 90, just barely beat them out. Hollywood. H-Town. 132, which is really good, but not in comparison to 216 EFP from DC. Hot damn. Yeah. D- DC went off. They dominated in, they dominated in upgrades. Mm-hmm. They dominated in sophomores and, and, uh, you know, top 10 reps, mm-hmm. right? Per rep average. Pretty yeah. Much. Per rep average. And then now they're dominating everyone else in every other category. Boom, boom. If you go to the region rankings, it little wonder the empire, you know, Empire took the lead again. They were third last week. Lead was number one. And there's mm. just been a shuffling. It's going to be, it's going to come down to the wire AA to see who's the actual top region in triumph. But yeah. let's go through it. Diamond had 80, 87. Prodigy had 132 with a mere 119% growth year over year. No mm-hmm. big deal. Uh, the show was down 11% with 218. Lead was down 13% with 237. But no one outshined Empire. 281 EFP, 39% growth. And if you look at like reps with a cell, AA, they're number third in reps with a cell, but number one with overall EFP. So yeah, great stinking job. But what the differentiator is those upgrades. They had 49 EFP and just straight up upgrades. Yeah. So great job. Great job. Uh, solar um, closes per office here. We got East Bay with five solar closes. San Francisco with six. Bay Area with nine. Hollywood with 13, which is really good. But DC showed you what really good looks like with 14 last week. DC's on a mission. They're trying to run the table. They want to be the tops in solar and in top office. Yeah, Hollywood was cool with Viper, but where are you at during the cup? Well, Hollywood was great during the Premier League too, so chill. (laughs) But, you know, anyways, that's kind of what they're saying. Yeah, I heard heard about it. Top five closers, Jonathan Bardales and Hans Olvera, both tied for with six, which are... Is a great stinking week. Chris yep. Liriano, he's been up there all year, out of D.C. with eight, tied with Chase Hermanson, out of H-Town with eight, and then Laferton, just putting it into another gear, 13 yeah. last week. And Hermanson, I was out there, I'm like, hey, you want to, we're going to grab dinner. He's like, dude, I can't. Leif is forcing me to like put on my <laughs> A game here because that dude like has come yeah. out of nowhere the last three or four weeks and just gone ape shiz. So it. been Love a lot it. of fun to see. Um, maybe next week we need to do some, uh, year to date numbers and see who has already earned this big Island Hawaii incentive yeah. for triumph. Cause, Cause we got some people hitting it. Already. Yeah. I think there's two or three rookies already, mm-hmm. et cetera. A lot of people already earned sure it. Sure. Tristan hit it somehow. So yeah, yeah like a few months ago. Yeah. Uh, how about some dog moments? Eh? I got some. Lucas Giaz um, from the Newport office got a text message from a customer saying, hello, Lucas. My husband was quick to remind me that today we go pick up the backdrops and tablecloths for our party, blah, 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 blah. I completely forgot, blah, blah, blah. Can we please reschedule? And, uh, and then Lucas says, is this for the party that's going on tonight or tomorrow, blah, blah. Then Lucas 
unbeknownst to them, goes to the party place, yeah. picks up the tablecloths and chairs for them, puts them in his car, delivers them to his callback's house and says, here's your tablecloths yeah. and chairs, and then transitions into the home and then bam, sold that puppy and same date it for the cup. That's right. You got to punch the customer with the tablecloths before they punch you with mm-hmm. the excuse, right? I got a dog moment. Nick Henderson having a huge year, by the way, this year, but he gets in a car wreck, unfortunately, totals his car. Oh boy. What does he, most people do? File the police report. I'll get it tomorrow. Not Nick Henderson goes out, rents a car, still gets on the board. And what he tells everyone is, listen, there is no excuses. I love that. Earn everything. What's crazy is this time last year, Nick was at 88 EFP. He's already at 121, up almost 40%, having a heck of a year. Kind of been under the radar a little bit. We don't talk about him a ton, but he's a top 20 rep here in Triumph. Dude, and he had a hell of a year last year. Yeah. That just shows you just the pattern, just growth here. That Loving kid's it. a dog. Dominating. Nice job, Nick. I got one more. All right, let's get it. This one goes out to Gunnar Bramwell. I hope you saw it on Instagram because it was that much better. But um, looks like... Um, for Gunner to be able to get into the home, um, he knocked on a door that was having a late night party. Looks like it was a, a couple family members and couples around the neighborhood mm-hmm. having a little drinking karaoke night. Da, da, da. Yeah. And Gunner had to get up there and perform a karaoke act um, and pick a song. And he picked a nice little country song. And he even put a guitar around his shoulders, even though he didn't use it, but it was really good for, you know, yeah, it's a good prop. Yeah. And, uh, and he nailed it, um, with his singing and ended up selling two families, um, in that home that evening for the cup. You know, they say two birds, one stone. Yes. Great freaking job. Speaking of dogs, uh, we're going to get one on the phone here. This was our number two rep last week, Mm -hmm. but let's get him on the phone. Hello. Uh, Mr. Adita Bora, let the music sink in. Hold on for one second. Look at my eyes, tell me your tail. Do you see the road? I'm out to my soul. Let me the size. There he is, Dr. Adita Bora out of DC. Last week, Adi, you had 20. Uh, big stinking week out of you. And then a bunch of your recruits. I mean, a lot of your, your office, we were just raving about DC, but holy smokes. You guys had five of the top 10 reps overall. You had four top sophomores, seven out of the top 10 upgrades. But Adi, I know Aaron Doria bet on you to be number three in the preseason rankings. Number two. Oh, number two. I, I, number actually, two. I put him number, number two. two. Yeah. <laughs> did, did I even have you in the top 10? I don't know, but you are at 176 you right now. Eight. Okay. You eight. Well, yeah. it's wow. about Shots time. Fired. Yeah. Last week, before, <laughs> before a week ago, you were at 156. Now you're at 176. So oh, yeah, boom. I mean, you helped my unbelief a little bit. You're up 17% year over year. But what got into you guys? Because isn't August the hardest time to knock, the hottest? Yeah, what's in the water in D.C.? What's going on over there? Um, uh, August, honestly, August has always been my best and favorite month. Mm. Uh, even if you look back from my rookie year to my sophomore to now my third year, August has always been my best month. Um, I don't know. I just like knocking August because I feel like, uh, everybody else is drained, but I'm, I just feel more energized because they're drained. So, um, yeah, I just like, like doing that. Um, as far as like what's in the water in DC, I think, uh, a lot of us, like, uh, 
throughout the years. Like uh, we've we've lost uh, as hard as it is to say, we've lost a lot of competitions. Like uh, last year, lost in the semi semifinals a um, couple times. Viper Cup. This year, lost in uh, the semifinals for Viper again. Um, uh, lost in the Premier League, and uh, I think we're all just kind of getting really, really sick and uh, fed up of losing. And we're just like, hey, like we got the cup. This is the one shot we got. Um, and uh, this is probably the, the best chance we'll ever have uh, as far as like one unit to win the cup. And we're just like really, really motivated and really, um, really dialed in to, uh, to win this thing. So I think that's, that's what's really, uh, really uh, empowering everybody to go out and sell more as well as like uh, really like pushing uh, everybody's gears. I, I love to see that. And you guys dominate your first match uh, in the cup. You have a pretty good, um, you know, component, uh, competitor ahead of you right now in this, this week coming up. But you know, you had, I think your best week, right. Of the year so far with 20 um, EFP. Uh, did Omar mm-hmm. have his best week as well with 14.1? Was that his best? Yeah, so uh, both Omar and I had uh, our career weeks. Like, I've, that's the first time I've ever done 20. Mm-hmm. Um, Omar did 14. Uh, it's pretty funny. Um, Ray Zhang's your uh, guy with 12. Ollie's your guy yep. with 11.9. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, do you feel like there was something there with, you know, speed of the leader, speed of the team? You know, do you feel like they kind of, or is it already just you guys already getting after it together? Like, what what are you guys doing differently than the weeks before to pop off like this in, in the last week, you know, or the first week of August? Um, yeah, for sure. So I, uh, definitely some of it is speed of the leader, but I would not, uh, attribute like a hundred percent to it, maybe like 30 to 40% even just because, um, like I got Omar <laughs> texting me every single week, uh, being like, Hey, I'm gonna beat you. Especially <laughs> last week, last week he like texted me like, five, six times every single day was like, every time he'd sell one, he'd text me and be like, I'm going to beat you this week. I'm going to crush you. <laughs> you know, Omar's a pretty intense dude and I love him. <laughs> That's for that. And he's like, I'm literally going to, in the mornings, like at like 9 a.m., 10 a.m. He's like, I'm going to, uh, to, to pray to Allah to, to make sure I can beat your ass. <laughs> and, and, and then Allah I got Ali. And, Ali <laughs> <laughs> and, um, <laughs> And Ray too, they're they're really silent and deadly, and because uh, like I'm always like, hey, like shout uh, shout out like your uh, your deals in like our group text, and they never do, and they always like go and like sell two three every single day, and like I'm looking at, uh, I have to like just keep checking insider to make sure like my own reps don't outsell me. Yeah, and I'm just like, yo, like I can't let my rookie outsell me. I can't let my my two two of my best reps outsell me, and uh, it's it's honestly like that they've empowered me to go out and perform to make sure that I don't get shit on by them. And they're not shit talking me the rest of the week being like, Oh, I beat you last week. You suck. (laughs) I don't want to hear that. So I'm like, I have to push myself to to sell more than them and considerably more than them uh, to make sure they can't do that. Yeah. Adi. So a lot of people don't know. So you were at case Western, which is actually a hard school to get into out of like the Cleveland, Ohio area. Right. And, um, Mm -hmm. In, I don't know, like this job, this job's done a lot for you, right? You're already had a promising future, bright individual. You did some other business ventures, maybe touch a little bit on 
why you like Vivint. Um, I, you know, it brings out the competitive juices. I can already see that you're such a competitive individual, but what, what is it that Vivint's done for you and, and maybe changed your vision and, and just the workspace and, and in your life? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, uh, I graduated from Case. I, I've done all the, the jobs most people would call traditional. Like I've done, uh, I've worked at a machine shop, worked a uh, front desk, uh, college job. I've worked, uh, I've worked at a consulting firm. I've worked at the bank and, um, every single one of those jobs, it was just like, you know, it was a job. It wasn't really like pushing me to, to my limits. And it wasn't really like, expanding my vision like I was very limited as far as like the amount of money I could make uh like the progress I could see and uh the uh I guess like the camaraderie um that I could have is very limited and I don't like being limited because um like yeah like why 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 should I be limited when I know I can do even more and that's I think what Devin has done for me a lot it's pushed me to expand my limits, to expand my beliefs, and to uh, and with that, um, it's obviously pushed the limits of uh, how much I, I make mm. every single year. Like first year, I um, top rookie and all that stuff, you know. And then second year, top sophomore, made more than my first year. And this year, I'm absolutely going to blow those two years out of the water. I'm probably going to make uh, more than I combined made in my first two years. And yeah, like it's and that doesn't come with just you know. Um, having like a regular job that you get out of college, um, it it comes with like improving yourself as an individual and uh, keep bettering yourself. And that's what one thing that Bivens done, um, especially with like me being able to like listen to all these guys like Tristan Pears, Chris Marsh. Um, I'm listening. I try to listen to those podcasts all the time, and listening to those has made me improve myself on the skills that I have, which has enabled me to go and do twenty. Because where I was at, um, even like two weeks ago, I, you know, as much as it's a little hard to say it, but like I was not, uh, I didn't have the skill set to go and do 20 mm. two weeks ago. And I had to learn that skill set within the matter of two weeks to be able to go to do 20. Because if one, one quote that I like to live by is if you always do what you've always done, um, you'll always get what you've always gotten. Oh, I like that. So, so if I'm if I'm doing all these things, I've I've consistently hit like 11, 12, 13, 14. Um, my best week prior was like 16, but I, I've always kind of like done the same thing. Like yeah, like I listen to a ton of podcasts, read read books, and all that. But I started incorporating more stuff, learning new skills. Like one skill, you know, I've I've been trained on the method methodologies of uh, Jordan Lewis and only takeovers. So yeah. I was like, a lot of these areas that I'm knocking is like. I'm not knocking only takeovers. I'm knocking fresh doors, but I would not knock fresh doors because I only knew how to knock takeovers. So I had to call up other people like Riley Nielsen and I had to hit up uh, my boy Doug and learn fresh doors. And then I could go and sell uh, 20 EFB because I just didn't have that skill set to be able to sell 20. I, I think that is extremely important. And that's actually something I've been using in my, my second training as I've been making the rounds with these offices um, is becoming a double-edged sword. You know, don't, don't just limit to yourself. Just like, I'm just a fresh door person. I don't know how to do takeovers or I'm just a takeover person. I don't know how to do fresh doors. That is so dumb to limit yourself like that. You need to be a double-edged sword out there and you need to be, you know, be good at both. And that's exactly what happened to me in my career. When I, when I came over, I did five years of fresh doors only year six was my first year at Vivint. 
And I was just skipping houses that had signs in front of them. And then Putt came out there, flew out there, showed me two takeover cells, taught me how to do takeovers. And I didn't just say, oh, I'm a takeover guy now. I just implemented doing takeovers at that time. And I could go to a neighborhood, hit up all the fresh, hit up all the takeovers and just utilize the neighborhood as much as possible. But I love that in the last week of July, you are trying to get better. You're yeah. not like, you're not just like, okay, I'm just this guy. This is my, this is, this is who I am. This is my brand. You're cold calling Riley Nielsen. Like, Hey, how are you doing these fresh doors at, at such a high quality? Like, what is your pitch? And you're writing it down. You're practicing it. I love to see that. And then I love to see people be peaking um, in their career in August. I love that. So good. I do too. Audie, dude, play in football. They say that you play both ways, right? You can play defense and offense or basketball. You, you're good at, you're a threat on the defensive end and also the offensive end. Audie, we love having you in. He texted us earlier, like, are you guys going to freaking call me? I got to get back on the doors. Yeah. So we will let you get back on the doors. But Such Audie, great podcast. Way to continue to want to learn, continue to get better, continue to inspire all of us and everyone out in D.C. And uh, good luck in the cup this week. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you guys and everything you do for us. And, oh, I was going to say a special shout out to, to Stephen Warner for being uh, an awesome manager because if somebody who's been uh, believing me for, uh, for wanting to do 20 for the last two years. He's always said, you're going to be the first to do 20 in the office. Mm. You're going to be the first to do 20 in the office. And sure enough, I am the first to do it. And uh, I could not have done it without his belief. Shout out to Stevie Fresh. I love it. Love it. Thanks, Adi. Good luck today. Good luck this week. We'll see you, brother. See you guys. What a, what a great example. What an absolute stud. I love that one. You know, here's some other stuff that Adi won't say in public, but like, you know, he, he sends money back to his family in India, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. all the time he pays, he paid for his little sister's college tuition, you know, with this job. Like it's so cool. He's an absolute dog. He would never say that, but like I will, cause he's a, he's a, he's a stud, but that's the kind of stuff that this job can provide for others. You know, it's just really cool. Yeah. I've seen, there's some people in this job that are limited because they have a scarcity mindset, but Adi has an abundant mindset. He's willing to get the deal. Even if the, the buyout's a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. He's willing to just in, invest in his own business to grow it. And I think when you have an abundant mindset set, like I'm not doing this for the money, I'm doing this so I can help others, lift others. And you know, you're going to go further than the guy that's nickel and dime and everyone and just such a scarcity mindset. Like we call him penny wise, but pound foolish, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that should be, I hope, hopefully other people are listening to this right now. It's like, start calling other people within the partnership, yeah. man. Call them up and hit them up and try to get better and, and share best practices. And, uh, you know, it was cool because like Audi was the top sophomore last year in the whole partnership, um, but he's still striving to get better and he's That's still right. striving. He's taking feedback really well. Well, and keep learning, Yeah, right? I mean, goodness, he's number two rep, but he's learning, he's getting better and wanting, and like refusing to like, hey, I've figured it out all on he's, my own. He's number four overall, Puck. Just, you know, but not number better, two. Better, All right, better. here we go. Uh, thank you, cards. Yeah. Thank you, T Swift, Taylor Swift, mm. for stimulating the economy better than Joe Biden. Wow. Yeah. Well, probably a lot better. Yeah. I mean, statistically, yeah. She Much will. And she'll, she'll about at, this tour of hers will um, increase the economy about $4 billion. Love it. Thank you, Jake Robles, for opening my vision to how many doors you actually can knock doing smart home. Yeah. <laughs> Homeboy is knocking triple digits. I'm like, whoa, it, I think we could have sold them or that. Like, he's just like, 
He has if, two, are you in or not? Two, two battery packs yeah. for a Segway. Are you like, in or are you out? <laughs> if you're out, you're dead, but I'm moving on. And I'm like, whoa, okay, um, all right. Well, uh, That's a lot of Segway actually, power. There's one that they were leaving. They were pulling out of their driveway that we actually chatted to, and uh, they went back and sold them. So it was good. Boom, boom, baby. A lot of fun. Boom, boom. Hey, 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 this has been a great podcast. Let's get it. Week 17. Here we go. Let's go.